All you have to do is look across Munfield to our basketball arena and you, you see how championships are made. Players play, tough players win. It's downtown, breaking with the basket up, and it's in! Defense by Michigan State is unreal right now. Dawson, out to Harris for a three ball, he got it! Check good, it's good! You're listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is the Impact E-Zone. With your host, Andrew Hayes. Hello, and welcome to the Impact E-Zone. My name is Andrew Hayes. With me for another excellent effort at breaking down Spartan basketball is the one and only Blake Froling. Blake, how you doing? I'm doing phenomenal, Andrew. It's always great to be with you to talk about Spartan basketball. It's never a bad thing. Uh, last week, almost exactly one week ago, um, we had the Izone camp out where uh, tons of hopeful students went out and uh, tried to to secure a lower bowl seat. We'll get to that in a little bit. That's the first sign that we're getting closer and closer to the wonderful, wonderful season of college basketball. Mm. Today... Uh, depending on when today is, this being a previously recorded broadcast, uh, we are either 10 or 11 days, depending on when you're listening to us, uh, away from the beginning of Michigan State basketball. You have no idea how much I'm excited to hear that. It is going to be another great year, hopefully, fingers crossed. Even if it's bad, it's still basketball, and I can't get enough. Exactly. That's the thing, is is even if... Bad college basketball is better than no college basketball. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to say that. That's how I should have said it from the beginning. But, hey, eventually I got there. We start the season with an exhibition game on November the 3rd against the Masters College. We, I think we might have talked about them a little bit last time. Um, this is Russell Bird's new team. Could you say this is in the top five of most highly anticipated matchups of the season? I think I feel comfortable saying that this is the most highly anticipated Michigan State exhibition game of all time. I, I I would have to agree with that. You'd have to go back in the record books, but I'd say nothing can compare to this, the legend's return. Exactly, because how often do you get a chance in in college to play one of your former players and one of your fairly fairly well-contributing former players that doesn't happen in, in college sports. It happens all the time in professional sports, which is why that makes this that much more special for Michigan State and for Russell Bird, I'm sure. I, like I said, like I've said from the beginning, I hope he puts up 50. I hope that's the only 50 mm -hmm. that Masters scores, mm -hmm. but I think that would be awesome. Right. It's, you don't want them to win, obviously, but you want Russell Bird to kind of not necessarily get payback because he was treated pretty well by the team and it wasn't their fault that he couldn't play. Just a, a rash of injuries throughout his entire career really derailed things. He was a pretty highly recruited prospect coming out of high school. They were expecting big things from him, but it just never turned out that way. So final year of eligibility, decided to go somewhere where he'd get some more playing time and we wish him the best of luck and hopefully he does put up 50 points in maybe a 50-point loss. Right. That Well, I think that's what... That's what we're looking for here is this is this is like the fairly mutual breakup in mm -hmm. the in the literal sense. And you know, you want to see your ex doing well and you know, succeeding in their career, whatever it might be. 
However, you don't want them dating someone hotter than you. No. So no, we can't no. have a we can't have a Michigan State loss in that. We can mm-hmm. just have we can just wish Rusty well, and uh, and move on from there. So let's get to. I mean, we could preview that Masters game, um, but I I don't know what kind of advanced scouting you've done on the Masters College. I mean, we looked up their mascots name last week. That's true, right? Uh, that's about the only advanced scouting I've yep. done on them. They are the Mustangs. I forget the name of of their mascot, but he's something the Mustang. And so yeah, we 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 decided not to make fun of of their mascot. It was respectable, exactly. Um, so instead, let's talk about the big news that broke this morning. Um, Michigan State Athletics just got a big fat check. Mm-hmm. A big old. Just piece of paper with a million zeros on it. Michigan State Athletics got a check from the Scandalaris family, the namesake of our football building, the Scandalaris Football Center. Uh, they wrote a check for $10 million to Michigan Ooh. State Athletics today. That is to be used by the football program to expand the scan or to make improvements to the Scandalaris Center. Uh, $3 million will go to that. I believe another $3 million will go to. Uh, yeah, $3 million will go to towards the construction of a new MSU golf facility, and $4 million will go towards improvements for the Breslin Center. First of all, wouldn't that be nice to just, like, you're having an off day, like, ah, I feel like I got to do something today. What do I want? Um, I'm just going to write a check for $10 million just mm-hmm. to give it away. I mean, when you look at these things, these these – programs that's going towards the football center, Breslin Center. I mean, they don't need renovations. Yeah. It's not in dire straits. And he's like, you know what? I've got a bajillion dollars. I think that's his estimated net worth. Uh, <laughs> Approximately one bajillion dollars. I'm looking <laughs> it up right now. It, it, it was one point three bajillion dollars. Yeah, I was close. So ten million dollars, that's nothing for him and it's only gonna help the school and bring us to an even higher elite status that the football team and basketball team are already at, and it can only help for recruiting as well. So more power to him. I mean, if he's got another one of those lying around for me or for the his own uh, beat, you know, he should <laughs> call us up. I will take 1% of that check. That's all I mm-hmm. want. Just give me 1%. Give me a cool 100 Gs, and I'm out. Yeah. I think that's right. Right? Close enough. Yeah, I don't know. My journalism majors, not not math. Exactly. Um. That is the largest single donation Michigan State has ever received in our, what, 100 and, no, 200 and something year history. I don't know what we're at. Um, that is impressive. And I think things like this, you know, I I kind of forget that Michigan State, because I have lived and breathed Michigan State athletics for my entire life, I forget that it hasn't always been the upper echelon you know, program, just in general, athletics in general, mm-hmm. not one specific sport. But the athletics have not been an upper echelon, top-tier, money-making thing in the past, at least not at this level. And we talked about this today on WKAR, um, that Michigan State is kind of not so slowly rising up the ranks for best athletics in the nation and they can kind of go toe-to-toe with a lot of big programs that have been just rock solid and nationally known 
And I think this really speaks to that because these kind of checks obviously weren't coming in because people didn't see Michigan State Athletics Mm -hmm. as worth that investment or worth that money. So I think this goes to show how good Michigan State as a whole is, is getting. And I think it's very promising, not just from the basketball side, but as just a member of the Michigan State community. And I saw a list in my sports writing class the other day of the top 20 highest grossing athletic programs in the country, and Michigan State was at number 17. Look at that. Ten years from now, I doubt they're in the top 25, top 30. They're quickly rising up, and especially, and that was even before the Rose Bowl win. So now you think with all the extra merchandise and just even more fans in general that are going to start following, that number's only going to go up. It's, uh, I mean, you can't say enough. I know we talk about him all the time. Uh, Michigan State Athletic Director. I want to say Tom Anastas, but I know that's incorrect. Help me out again. Mark Hollis. You know, this isn't the first time you've made that mistake. This is the second time I've made that mistake, and I swear to God, Tom Anastas gets into my head, and, like, I can't shake it, and it's just there, and that's all I got. And Mark Hollis is the actual name of the Michigan State Athletic Director, so now that we're back on track... You can't, I mean, we gush about it all the time, and it sounds like you know we're just loving our own guy, but I, I hesitate to praise a higher up, especially because I used to love a man named Jim Hendry, and then he absolutely tore my heart out as the Cubs GM. <laughs> but uh, you can't say enough about what Mark Hollis has done. It, it and I know that this is a, an old, tired idea, and I'm not saying anything new. But what he has done to take Michigan State is really the the second team in, in this state next to our uh, friends in Ann Arbor. Um, now, I mean, Michigan State is right up there. And I don't, I mean, it's going to take a long time to try to truly be rivals with Michigan in a... Um, in a tradition sense, but I'll take wins over tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and I know this that that might make some Michigan State people freak out that I'm saying that Michigan has better, but it's true. I mean, when you take a step back and you look at everything, Michigan State has a massive infor- inferiority complex with Michigan, as well we should. Mm-hmm. But I think our focus should just be on just beating them whenever possible, and then uh, the rest will take care of itself. But back to my point, Mark Hollis has done an outstanding job bringing this this team up and this program up, doing things like the Champions Classics and, and playing on aircraft carriers and doing things that maybe the coaches and players would rather not do because you can't tell me it's fun to fly to Germany to play UConn and then you got to come back and play a regular game here in the States three, four days later. That's not an ideal situation, but... I think the players understand, and I, I would, uh, and I know for a fact Izzo understands. This is all big picture, and it's all about making Michigan State a destination, and and by doing that, you start breeding better teams. I mean, that's all there is to it. So right, you expand the brand of exactly. Michigan State by going to all these overseas countries, because then. When the recruits look at this, they'll say, wow, they got to play on an aircraft carrier. You know, how many other schools got to do that? I want to go to Michigan State so I can play on an aircraft carrier maybe. And even if you look at, in a couple of years, they have that barnstorming tour. 
right. with the other college basketball teams, high quality teams too. Mm-hmm. That's unheard of. Nobody's really ever done that before. And that was announced last year. And that's it just shows we kind of sometimes take Mark Hollis for granted sometimes. But when you look like a look at a program with so much tradition like Michigan and you see what kind of turmoil they're in and how people are calling for the firing of Dave Brandon after people thought he was going to be the savior, you just kind of have to take a step back and be thankful for such like a steady force that is Mark Hollis and how ingenious he is in expanding the Michigan State brand itself. And you said we take him for granted because it's not easy to just build or just make a program nationally known. You have to have the, the right combination of winning and publicity because it's well and good to to win a bunch of games and and you know I think Michigan State football has played a major role in in the uh, in the growth of this university and um, and some of the opportunities that that we've had because let's be honest there's nothing that brings in more money than football no mm-hmm. matter how good our basketball is not even is, close football is the money maker that is the cash cow at every single university mm-hmm. it's what carries most of the athletic programs just about everywhere I would be willing to bet. There might be some exceptions down south um, when it comes to baseball. The Northeast usually has some lacrosse that carries some of their stuff. Um, but I bet if you even look at a school like Duke, I bet right. their football program brings in more money than their basketball program. Yeah, and I mean, and it's a big part of it is because you can hold seventy thousand people at a football mm-hmm. stadium. You can't do that for a basketball game. That's just not feasible. So that's a big part of it, but. Good to see Michigan State making money, and uh, hopefully that leads to, uh, yeah, Blake's making it rain in the studio. Uh, hopefully that'll lead to uh, lead to more more success, and really that's that's what you want. Um, so tomorrow slash today, once again, not quite sure uh, when this will be on the internets for the uh, general public to listen to, but uh, Midnight Madness. October 24th. Um, I'm pretty upset that I won't be able to go this year. Um, last year, that was my very first thing that I ever covered as host of Impact Izzo. Wow. Um, I got the press pass, thought I was pretty cool. I was not. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it was, I mean, it is a cool event, especially as a member of the press because it's it's similar to the Izone campout, which I promise we will still get to later, um, in that there's so little regulation of people and where they go. Because usually there's a very distinct separation. Press stands in one place, somewhat close to the players. You just can't talk to the players until they say go, and then the public stands a little bit further behind the press and they can't breathe on the players or they're going to get tackled by security. So last year, uh, Nathaniel Gaynor, um, who works here at the Impact Sports with us, um, he and I actually got a pretty cool interview with Mrs. Izzo because uh, she was just walking around underneath the Breslin and she walked past me and I said, hey, I think that's Mrs. Izzo. Sure enough, it was. Can't pass so, that up. I mean, I would replay it for you. But uh, it was kind of, actually, she fooled us. She was part of the problem last year. She was the reason she tried to bait us into, oh, he's going to, you know, 
I'm worried about what's going to happen to him, all this <laughs> stuff. Misses it, so you sneaky, <laughs> sneaky lady. Um, but in that same vein, uh, of course, Tom Izzo will, well, let's see. First of all, coming off of hernia, hernia surgery, will Coach Tom Izzo be able to go for some big, huge, awesome entrance like he has in the past? Oh, you know there's no way he's going to be able to hold off from doing an awesome entrance. I mean, technically last year it was awesome, but it wasn't because he right. actually didn't do anything. But just the idea that he almost did is enough to be like, wow, that was that was impressive. And he really fooled everybody. I think if they wouldn't if they didn't announce that he actually didn't get shot out of the cannon, everybody would have believed it. And it's just so hard to predict what's going to happen that I'm not even going to try because it's just so off the wall with all of these ideas. I'm going to guess, and I really hope I'm wrong because this is going to be kind of lame, but I'm going to guess given uh, current events around Michigan State University, I think it's going to have something to do with Batman. Mm, wow. Wow. You know what I mean? That is that is actually a good idea. We already had Affleck mm-hmm. at, pla- at mm-hmm. practice. We've had we had half a campus shut down. Well, not half a campus, but enough campus shut down to where I had to change my route to and from class. <laughs> shut down, and uh, and so yeah, I think I think that's the favorite. If we're setting odds mm-hmm. here, Batman, something surrounding Batman, got to be like two to one. Do you, do you think that he's going to come out in the costume or maybe? A celebrity appearance like we had with Gerard Butler? I don't see Affleck coming back to to East Lansing for this. First of all, if I'm Ben Affleck and you tell me, where, where are we going to shoot? East Lansing? Where is... It's the campus of Michigan State. I still don't want to go there. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. East Lansing, Michigan, awesome place as a college student. Once I get through college, fingers crossed, and come back from my glory day times, I'm going to love it around here. However, if I didn't have any ties to this place, you're just in the middle of the mitten and you got to deal with a bunch of smelly college kids. Yeah, basically. So I don't see Ben coming back just for that. But you never know. I mean, he is an actor, and an actor's job is to promote whatever they're doing. So uh, he might come back. That... Not that Batman needs any promoting. Exactly, right. Like People are going to go see that anyway, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I am looking forward to Midnight Madness though. Um some some jobs that I have for you. Mm-hmm. Um first of all, tell Susie Merch and I say hello. We'll do. Um last year she came out just throwing heaters in her in her get up. <laughs> I was I was impressed. Um let's see, what else? Uh please scout the scout team when they play the ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my favorite thing last year was just writing down whatever numbers were out there because I swear to God some of those guys were better than, than the guys we have on our bench. Wow. That's that's a cheap shot to Keenan Wetzel. He's good. I didn't name any names. You're hey. the one who's naming names. You know Keenan Wetzel's my boy. Yeah. Nobody's better than Keenan Wetzel. Well. Strictly because Keenan Wetzel, Wetzel steps on the court Runs his hands through his hair. It's game over. <laughs> you look that good, you can't lose. Mm-mm. Maybe that's why he stays on the bench. He chooses to stay on the bench so he doesn't mess up the hair. I think we may have just solved the riddle of Keenan Wetzel. He's too good to not play, but his hair is also too good to play. 
by the way, hold on. Okay, a, a side note here, and and I think this will be our lead-in to our next topic here. Uh, last Friday, his own campout team came out to uh, to see the people. Um, we actually got a really great great video with um, Tum Tum. Uh, who else? Bryn Forbes, um, Javon Bess, Marvin Clark, and Denzel. Awesome, uh, awesome clip of them just kind of messing around on the microphone. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, impact89fm.org slash sports, and also on YouTube, search MSU Impact Sports. Should be up there. Uh, take a look at it. Scott Wasserman, um, Joe Marcus, and Alex Sharg all helped with the production on that just turned out beautiful they made me look like i know what i'm doing which is really not that <laughs> easy when when you uh when you see what i do out there but uh a lot of fun but but the most soul crushing thing that happened we're out there interviewing you know the players were all out there taking pictures with fans i see mr wetzel with his video camera and microphone ready to go interview some people mm-hmm so I say, Keenan, would you mind? We could interview each other. I mean, would you mind? And he goes, hold on just a second. I'll be right back. Never came back. Whoa. I, it's one of those things, I guess, where you just can't meet your heroes, right? You know, okay, so I've never had this happen to me before. But I assume that that's pretty much what it's like being on a date. Somebody says they got to go to the bathroom, and they never come back. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me. I'm so sorry. I like it hurt a little bit on the inside, and mm-hmm. just and just reliving it, I'm getting a little bit worked up. So I might break down here, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a tough moment for me to mm-hmm. realize that the man who I so look up to on this Michigan State basketball team left me hanging. Hey, he's a busy man. Maybe he just caught caught up in other things. He wanted to come back to see you, but you know those guys that follow all the players around. They usher him from one thing to the next. It wasn't you. It was him, okay? Thank you. Always remember that. Thank you. This is this is what I needed. Mm-hmm. And that has been Hagen das and Rom-Coms here on Impact mm-hmm. Zone. Um, one thing. All right, so d- have you been to the Zone camp out? I've never been. It is... I describe this. It would be great if, like, that event happened, and it wasn't on university grounds or university regulated, for obvious reasons. Obviously. Um, that being said, the amount of the amount of law enforcement there was minimal to none and i couldn't believe it <laughs> oh my god i couldn't believe it i was like you're gonna you're gonna cram what 2000 2500 something ridiculous you're gonna cram that many kids college kids mm-hmm. into a into a given area and you're just gonna have the cops chill on the perimeter maybe they just don't even want to go in there and that's see what's what going I'm thinking. on you know and if and if that's the case i tip my cap mm-hmm. to uh, President Simon and the uh, the Michigan State Police Department, because I think that's the way it should be for an event like that. You know, nothing what I mean? bad happened. Keep it within the fences. Mm-hmm. There'll be some shenanigans, but as I said, 
in my article, keep the shenanigans to a minimum so that I don't have to write another column defending my generation of college students. Right, exactly. So that was pretty cool. Um, One thing that did make the video that I was absolutely shocked about, I think I saw two different campsites that consisted of a tarp and a sleeping bag. Oh, yeah, I remember watching that in your video. That is just, that's like, let's find a freshman within the first 10 (laughs) seconds. Boom. You got it right there. Came completely unprepared. All right. I used I used a different hypothetical on the video because that was supposed to be a little bit more professional. But I like to think of our motto here at Impact as on to be uh, entertainment over professionalism. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, within within uh, the bounds of decency. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the video, I asked several people, uh, "Would you rather sleep outside in the cold for one night uh, for Michigan State basketball tickets?" Or attend the University of Michigan on a sunny, beautiful day uh, for one day and and get Michigan State basketball tickets. Obviously, everyone answered the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I am going to take it away from the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry and just strictly going on unpleasant things, would you rather sleep outside in the cold, no tent, tarp, and sleeping bag, just like it was the other night with the rain? Mm-hmm. Um for Michigan State is on tickets, or uh, would you rather get kicked in the groin with a steel-toed boot twice? Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I'm feeling the pain just a little bit right now, just from that imagery. I mean, you have to go with sleeping outside because I don't know about you, but I one day plan on having children, so I don't want to jeopardize that with the uh, kick with the uh, steel-toed boot. So I'm going to go with uh, sleeping outside. I'm taking the boot. I'm mm. taking the boot. Oh, come because on. Because here's the deal. Okay, here's the deal. First of all, I would much rather have season tickets for Michigan State basketball than children. Mm-hmm. Really? No doubt about it. Oh. Even for this season, though? Uh, this season yeah, it changes things. I'd still rather have it. Because kids are expensive. They smell bad. They take up 18 years of my life. This takes up about 18 days of my life. Mm-hmm. I get to have a good time, uh, go out with my friends, nobody's going to wake me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Because you'll already be awake. Exactly. The, I'm, I'm going with the boot, and mm-hmm. um, I'm not thrilled about it. I'm feeling the same pain you are, but, uh, yeah, no, that that was miserable out there. I thought Joe Marcus, sorry to call you out here, Joe, but I honestly <laughs> thought Joe Marcus was just going to say, screw it, <laughs> and just throw all the stuff on the ground and run to the car at one point. Like, he, it, it was enough. It was it was miserable out there. And it, the cold, it actually wasn't that cold. It was once it started raining. And once you get wet in something mm-hmm. in that situation, mm-hmm. it's donezo. Did you stay overnight? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. But... Absolutely not. Okay. We we got the footage that we needed. I mean, we did stay. Let's see. I was there from about eight fifteen until twelve thirty in the morning. It's respectable. So I put in a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. I got enough to know that I'm very happy that I have a press pass, so that I don't, or uh, hopefully, have a press pass. Uh, so I mean, it, it was enough to know that yeah, that's that's kind of a drag and. But 
in all fairness, the atmosphere there is unbelievable. It's so cool. Everybody's just jacked up for Michigan State basketball. Um, it was cool that they let everybody into the hockey game. I didn't make it in there, um, but that was that was a. I think that's the way to do it for the Ozone campout rather than having everybody sit around, you know, just milling about. Mm-hmm. Have them do other events like let them into a Michigan State right. hockey game. It can only free. help because you're supporting the other program. Exactly. Get a full arena with all students. Exactly. It it's that and going back to kind of our first topic here on the show, it helps build athletics as a whole mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. get some of that cross contamination if you will of fans. So your his own people aren't just focused on his own all the time. Have them go to a hockey game for a second and see maybe they'll like that too. Oh, There's I'm sure they got a lot of season tickets from those kids going to that game and being like, you know what, this is a lot of fun. I should get the season tickets. Absolutely. Um, There was some other cool – oh, yeah. So they had a basketball court set up there, and uh, we – before the the camera guys showed up, I just kind of walked around and kind of got a gauge of the place. And some of my buddies actually had a tent right by the basketball court. <laughs> so I sat there, kind of BSed with them for a little bit. And the most outstanding thing, first of all, I tweeted about this when it happened. I witnessed a three-on-three game of basketball, uh, four guys, two girls. Uh, the girls were wearing zip-up boots. Uh, with a heel, there mm. was one pair of uh, Merrill cross trainers. There was a pair of boat shoes, and there was a pair of Timberlands. And there was oh. one appropriate pair of shoes on the entire court. It was just an an, an atrocious display of basketball. Mm. Oh, and they were playing with a soccer ball. Oh no, that that's that's just the worst. It was great. Oh, oh my god. I I mean, like I was in the third grade too, and I played with a <laughs> soccer ball, but. Come on. <laughs> I give them a break because I figure they didn't know there was going to be a basketball hoop there. Mm-hmm. Just showed up, had a ball, that'll work. And I totally would have done the same thing. I, I mean, you silly. know, you, you, do with, you do with what you're given. Exactly. But, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. But the best part about it was one of the girls who participated in this game. First of all, this game, way more effort exuded than is ever necessary in a three-on-three <laughs> game of basketball that takes place on grass using a, a soccer ball. Like, these guys were removing sweatshirts. There Ooh. was a T-shirt at one point. These guys were, like, dripping sweat. And I'm like, it's 40 degrees outside. We're just everybody relax. We'll play a nice, fun three-on-three pickup game, and we won't have to change our shirts before Izzo speaks. Mm-hmm. Izzo speaks. God, I've been saying Izzo so much. Um but then, so they play this three-on-three game, and then this girl proceeds to shoot jump shots with this soccer ball for, I think, the next seven and a half hours. She just kept shooting. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I walked away. I came back. 20 minutes later, she's still hooping it up. And at first, I thought she was, because she was shooting hoops with some guy, so I thought she was just shooting hoops to, you know, humor him. Look mm-hmm. at me. I'm a girl, but I can play sports. Not to say that ladies can't play sports, but historically the stereotype is that girls can't play sports and most people operate under that stereotype. So all of the people who would like to bash me for what I just said, prove me wrong and I'll say sorry. Um, Anyway, uh, so I thought it was that, but then the guy was like, okay, around like hour six, I think he was like, okay, I tap out, (laughs) that's enough, I don't want to do this anymore. And she just kept going. 
Now, was it a good jump shot? Did it have good form? In all fairness, she had a fantastic jumper. Wow. Jump shot. Jumper sounds like I'm using euphemisms here. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, she had a great jump shot, and I was, like, impressed because in the game she was bad. She was not good at all, but I think it, she must just be a practice shooter, mm-hmm. like a former – never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. We were so nice, and then uh, – oh. sorry. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's – I was I was impressed. I was impressed with with she had a pretty good form, and uh, and yeah, after after three four hours of shooting, she was really knocking them down, mm-hmm. probably seventy five percent clip. So that was pretty wow. good. So do you think it would be a good matchup between her and Brandon Dawson from about ten twelve feet out? Yeah, you know what? Okay, we haven't even gotten to this yet. Thank you for bringing up Brandon Dawson. Holy cow! All right, Brandon Dawson, senior. Michigan State basketball player. I interviewed him for the video, and this was in the video. Uh, if I can get the audio, I'll put it in here. Otherwise, I'll just tell you what happened. Uh, there was an inflatable, like, pop shot game. Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, the thing was broken. I kept losing my basketballs in there, and it really affected my ability to win. Your rhythm. We'll, we'll let that go. Okay. I still won the one matchup that I had. But whatever. Uh, so I ask Brandon Dawson, uh, who would win in that inflatable shooty hoops game over there? I don't think I said shooty hoops. I hope I didn't. Uh, and uh, and he goes, uh, he goes. You know what? Right now it's so cold. I think you would beat me. You would beat me for sure, Brandon. Mm. I don't care if we are playing on a polar ice cap. And you have both arms tied behind your back. The answer to that question is absolutely I would torch you, you goofy reporter boy. <laughs> but he maybe he's just being honest with his jump shot. That's if, okay, if that's honest, then we're in some trouble. Mm. I mean He might not be the X Factor that we thought he was. Well, that still makes him an X Factor, <laughs> but he could just be disappointing, you know. <laughs> oh dear. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, shooting basketball, something, uh, I don't know. It'll come back to me. But, uh, yeah, that was a fun event. And, uh, hopefully next year after I'm gone, you'll go out there and, and do the same thing and, mm-hmm. and, uh, BS with the people. Cause it was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I got to, uh, like I said, the the cool part of the about those kind of events is the informality that takes place and all of the structure and you know this is where you go this is where you go it's kind of gone and it and that makes it so much more fun for somebody who somebody like me who I don't necessarily enjoy going through the proper routes to talk to athletes you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it feels weird to me that somebody who's two years younger than me I have to go to somebody else and say hey can I talk to this kid right. Like I, he's he's a college kid. I'm a college kid. Like let me talk to him. I promise I won't put anything on the internet that will send them to prison. But uh, so that that's what I that's what I really liked about that. And like I said about about Midnight Madness is it's cool to be able to interact with the players and see them kind of in their own element and not so much worried about what the cameras are going to pick up or what the microphones are going to pick up. They behave themselves within you know the bounds of good decency and and. Uh, and it still makes for some some fun stuff, like we saw in that video. Mm-hmm. 
I, I really like Tom Tom's rapping skills. That yeah. really knocked me back. That was that was a heck of a verse that he spit. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, check it out if you haven't seen it. It's on the Impact Sports uh, website as well as on YouTube if you search MSU Impact Sports. Um, what else do we have here, Blake? Oh, yes. Do you smell that? you smell it in the air? I do. That is pure, unadulterated hate. It has slowly, <laughs> it has slowly, slowly infiltrated this campus over the past week because it is Michigan week for football. Woo, yeah, football. Now, usually we would do, to close the show, what would Izzo do? Uh, before I... We're not going to do what would Izzo do this week because obviously we know Izzo would root against Michigan and yeah. do whatever other God-fearing Michigan State fan will do. Mm-hmm. And uh, can I just say that it's always Michigan week for me? Oh, that's 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 a good <laughs> attitude to have. I'm, I'm in the same mode with Notre Dame. Um, but uh, all right, where where was I going to go with this? Uh, Michigan week hatred. Oh yeah. I've been so busy this week. I've I haven't had time to hate Michigan. Mm. Usually, like the, I, I get that good. Like right around Monday, I start feeling mm-hmm. that slow burn in my stomach. Like man, Michigan, they're just a bunch of scrubs. And then eventually, it gets to more. You know, Michigan pees with the door with the toilet seat down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It it slowly builds until I get to some area that I can't say on the radio. Um. Have Have you? fully engaged your hate oh yeah oh come on the rest of the year is like the preseason and this is the regular season the playoffs and the super bowl all in one i mean this is just the greatest week ever but i'm a little bit more scared for the game than i was last year for a couple reasons one because we're favored by so much and everybody expects us to win and that means that there's absolutely no pressure on Michigan, and a team with nothing to lose is the most dangerous team you can face. Absolutely. And you know Devin Gardner, they had the bye week, so Devin Gardner is going to come back healthy. He talked about how he wants to come back and beat Michigan State. So I'm not saying that I think we're going to lose, obviously, but I'm a little bit more worried about the game than I was last year. I could not agree more. Uh, Our very own Bradley Allen, uh, writer for... Uh, MSU football here at the Impact. He wrote an article earlier this week. Um, it's it's a column um, saying an MSU football fan's reason to worry. And he chronicled all of the occasions in the past where Michigan was heavily favored and then Michigan State somehow beat them, usually by less than a touchdown, which I could 100% see this, see this week happening. Mm-hmm. You hate that bye week beforehand. Absolutely hate it. Uh, hate that they have two weeks to prepare for this game. And for that reason, I think this game is going to be way closer than anybody thinks it is. And for that reason, I think Michigan State is going to blow Michigan out. Did you just did you follow me on that one, Blake? I just blew Blake's Whoa. mind. I don't I don't know if you guys Whoa. can hear that. We got to clean up in aisle four yeah. right here. <laughs> Blake's brain just exploded out the back of his noggin. Um, okay, so I'm I'm. I'm this is why I can't gamble on sports, first of all, because I get so inside my own head. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, I would, I would lose it. I would absolutely lose my mind. So, okay, Michigan State's favored by what? 
about 15 points, about I 15. think. Okay. So that that usually means Michigan is going to win by se- or Michigan State will hopefully win by 7 or less. That's usually the way it goes mm-hmm. with Michigan State sports. They don't like to cover. That's I don't I don't know many people that bet on MSU, but I wouldn't. Talk to Dan Cryer about ever. that. Uh yeah, he uh yeah, he he actually does pretty well on MSU sports. I don't know how he does that. But uh okay, so Michigan should win. So I'm I'm firmly entrenched. My brain is already ready for a 5-point Michigan State victory. My brain is slightly considering the fact that maybe Michigan would lose or would win by one or two on a last second field goal. Mm. I'm trying to suppress that idea mm. because that I, th- I mean they would the fact that that's even a, that that might be a possibility. If that game starts getting close, East Lansing and Michigan State police are windexing the heck out of their riot gear because that is going to be an ugly ugly scene. Um so I'm I'm fully committed. My brain is already Michigan State way closer game than they should against Michigan. Since my brain is in that mode, I will be wrong and Michigan State should win by a lot. But by thinking you're going to be wrong, does that mean that it's going to go back to the final? No, it doesn't game? go that far. It's just it's just the Michigan State should win, they won't win, they will win. Okay. See? Yeah, I I got it now. See, when I break it down that way, it makes a whole lot more sense. Before, right. it was just a whole bunch of gibberish coming out of my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for those of you keeping score at home, he thinks that we're going to win by a lot, basically. But not really. But, but sort not really. Of, but, but kind of. We'll see. He's pulling a non-committal on us. All right. You want you want to score? Uh, Michigan State wins 49-10. to 10. 49-10. to 10. I was going to go... 42 to 14. All right, all right. So we're in the same ballpark here. Uh, I, I have a reserve pick, but I'm going to stick to my 49-10 prediction. Even though I – never mind, never mind. We're mm-hmm. moving on. Um, part of this rivalry is always uh, you got to protect your, your goods around campus, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I don't mean, like, yours or my goods. Watch out for that steel-toe boot, though. Right. Got to watch out for steel-toe boots always. Um but uh, the band has been out all week making sure nobody touches Sparty. Mm-hmm. We don't want any maize and blue on him. Uh, I feel like we should just figure out how to like make him out of something that won't hold paint. Paint-proof him, yeah. Just That's actually not spray a bad him idea. down on the Put outside some of something clear. There. Yeah, there you go. Um, so band has been out in full force protecting Sparty. Sparty Watch, I believe they call it. Mm-hmm. Um now, Michigan got caught with their pants down, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, they thought, nah, Michigan State's not coming to town this year. They won't mess with our campus. Everything should be just, who painted RM? Mm. We got them. Michigan State spray painted the Michigan M at the Diag. Is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, added an S and a U after it as well. Uh my favorite part is that some Michigan State and sports writers in general were th- were like, "That's that's not classy. That's there's no room for that." Hmm. Because uh, they've never done like anything like that before. Well, that's the thing. Is first of all, it's all in good fun. Yeah, they showed a picture a couple hours uh, later of the M completely cleaned right. off. Yeah, somebody had to power wash it. Yeah, like that's like... that was probably a drag for the one guy who had to do that. Mm-hmm. For that guy, sorry. 
He got paid for it, though, I'm assuming. Exactly. So and, everybody wins. I we're mean, we're was, creating jobs. He was probably working that day anyway. We can we can rationalize this in any way we want. Mm-hmm. However, let's focus on the fact that it was spray paint on a sidewalk. Alabama and Auburn are killing each other's trees. Yeah, that is just wrong. The guy went to jail. Right. Like, that is a full-on crazy rivalry. So let's just, like, dial it back a second and hold the outrage for something that's truly impressive. Mm -hmm. If, I don't know, if Michigan State were to somehow paint the big house scoreboard green and white with with a Spartan head on it, then we can start to complain about some stuff. But last year we had Michigan with a plane flying over our campus with go or writing go blue in the sky or mm-hmm. whatever. It's all in good fun. And didn't they also paint Sparty on a non Michigan Michigan State week? That is possible. I think they did. See now that's that's but, cold. That's yeah, not cool. It's like, come on, we can't be expected to do Sparty watch three hundred and sixty five days a year. That's like that's like going to a Tigers game and wearing a White Sox jersey. When they're not playing the White Sox. I've seen it happen, I'm sure. Like, I understand that you're still affiliated and you don't like my team, but for the love of criminy, just relax and watch baseball for a second. Or just enjoy a week of football where you don't absolutely hate your opponent. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's ridiculous. You got anybody coming into town for the Michigan game? I do not. I'm a lone, I'm a lone ranger on this one. No, you just don't have any. Oh. You just pick good friends. Yeah. You don't have any of those darn Michigan people to worry about. I got like, uh, I think we counted last night. I got like a dozen extra people sleeping in my house this Whoa. weekend. It's going to be ridiculous. Wow. I got a decent contingent from Ann Arbor. I got one kid from Oakland who roots for Michigan. What? Got a bunch of people from Grand Valley. Who knows what the, who they I think they're all Michigan State fans, though. I don't know. It's really <laughs> funny. First of all, if anybody has any extra rooms, let me know. Leave a comment at the bottom of this post. <laughs> Just let me know because I don't want that many people in my house. I would like to comfortably walk in my underwear from my bedroom to my bathroom in the morning. And with that many people in mi casa, no bueno. Um, so there's that. Where else? What else was I going to say, Blake? I don't know. Man. The old nugget's just not working well today. Just chain old Tom and Astis and it'll come to you. <laughs> yeah. Tom and Astis. That is the weirdest thing <laughs> that I do. I, I I just I don't understand. They're not even particularly similar sounding names. And they don't look the same either. No, that's what doesn't uh, I think it I think it might be cut might be because Tom and Astis is such a stately looking like he looks like he should be in charge of important stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that must be what it is. So I would say Mark Hollis looks more like a hockey coach. See, that's what it is. All right, so we just need to switch their names or switch their faces, and I will be gravy. Mm-hmm. We'll see what we can do about mm-hmm. that. Um, one last thing that I would like to mention before we depart is uh, – oh, wait. Oh, yeah, we already got your prediction. Um, th- have you kept up with all of this mess going on at – North Carolina. I've heard a little bit about it. It's unraveling pretty fast on them. It's tr- it's impressive. Really, like I feel like it's the kind of thing that happens everywhere. Mhm. But UNC was basically just like, well, nobody's going to catch us if everybody's doing it. So, right. let's just be as blatant as possible. 
So 3,100 students at the University of North Carolina, um, and 50%, okay, so 3,100 students were involved in this dispute or this issue concerning a certain class that was offered. Oh, excuse me. Holy cow. Um, and apparently this is being referred to as a paper class. It's, it's, such, it's essentially born out of the independent study program, which we have here at Michigan State. Uh, the goal of it is to meet with a professor on a regular basis, um, form some kind of thesis or you know, some topic to write a, 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 a big-time term paper on. And then you turn in that paper at the end of the semester, and there's your grade. I've taken a lot. I've taken a few classes like that here. It's not one-on-one with the teacher, but same basic idea. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the same type of thing, except uh, just write any paper before the end of the semester and turn it in, and you get an A, which is awesome. I need. Do we have any? Do you know of any classes like that here? I I wouldn't be able to tell you. I don't want the NCAA coming on my ass for that. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. And like I said, um, so here's the ex- executive summary of the actual report. From 1993 to 2011, there were paper classes. Over 3,100 students were affected. 47.4 percent of those were student athletes. And 50.9% of those affected were football players. So that is a lot of people and a lot of shadiness going on inside the UNC athletic uh, department. Or wait, I take that back. More than half of the 47.4% of students were, so that's around 700 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And many were steered to classes by their academic counselors. Some tutors wrote papers for athletes. um, And many of the tutors and counselors knew or should have known about paper classes. Sounds like Blue Mountain State. Right. Yeah. No, this sounds like exactly what I expect to happen in college sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be outraged about this, and I want to get pretty fired up. But... I, I I can't. I, it's it's got to happen everywhere. I know? mean, I'm sure if you just let's just take Kentucky, throw that name in there, <laughs> you know something's happening over there. Oh man, your boy Calipari. I saw him on TV yesterday or the day before, and uh, Jay Crawford from ESPN asked him what like what was the big name guy that he didn't get to coach that he really wanted to, and Calipari was like. I get everybody I want. And oh, at that moment, that's um, when I was like, oh, Blake. Oh. All right, Blake. Oh. Yep. Yeah, that was, I knew that was going to be your reaction. <laughs> but honestly, I'm not really surprised. You, 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 th- you would hope that he's joking, and he probably was. But in the back of his mind, he's like, you know what? That's true. So you guys can, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. It, it, yeah, that's the thing. Is he definitely missed out on some people, but when yeah. you look at his track record, like he got so many good players. Damn, he's mm. ah, what's he doing over there? Yeah. We got to find out. Uh, but anyway, back to these shenanigans. Like I said, this happens everywhere. It's just not broken down into 
I I found a screenshot of a uh of an email sent from uh it was about a women's basketball player. Um this was from one this was from a counselor or tutor written to a professor at UNC. Quote, "Hi Debbie, Yes, a D will be fine. That's all she needs. I didn't look at the paper, but figured it was a recycled one as well. But I couldn't figure from where. Thanks for whatever you do, Jan. Close quote. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That is so egregious and just so blatant and just so whatever. Oh. It's like they, they're not even trying to hide it right, yeah. by using fancy code names or no. hiding these emails. They're just... Putting it out there for everybody. That was from September 2008, by the way. So the one I, I listened to the Dan Patrick show this morning, and he was talking to uh, USC's athletic or not USC UNC's uh, athletic director, and he kept harping on the fact that this hasn't occurred in three years. Blah 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 blah. Dude, those same people are still floating around your academic buildings. This is not like they can't all be gone. Right. It's and it's not like they like just got rid of everybody and fixed the problem. Just because it didn't happen in a couple of years doesn't mean that it's not bad right, and you exactly. shouldn't be punished for it, you know? Yeah. Ugh. But uh but yeah, I I'm not outraged by this. I'm impressed. Because I assume that some level or some degree of this occurs at every single mm-hmm. university, especially for the big time athletes. Because these guys are here to get an education. But they're also here to play sports. So if advisors and tutors and whoever else can ensure that both of those things happen and both can run smoothly, I mean, it's going to. Why do you think most of the athletes have the same major? Exactly. Because they, they all just take the same. Right. Nothing classes. And they're not. I mean, I. And, you know, I don't want to diminish the education that these guys are getting here because they're still getting a good degree. Mm-hmm. I've got, I think Travis Trice is a comm major, and I've got a couple classes with them. Those are not blow-off classes. But for the most part, communications as a whole is a fairly grasp- graspable, understandable subject. It's mm-hmm. not real, you know. So if you want a fairly easy diploma, it's not a bad way to go. And guys know this. Guys talk to other athletes that have come through here before. Oh, yeah. So even if it's not coming from an advisor, and that's the issue here, is that it's coming from professors and advisors. The athletes, I don't, th- I don't think you can punish them. No, you cannot, because they said the advisors steered them towards these classes. Right. And when you're an 18-year-old kid who's just starting college, you obviously are going to listen to advisors, and you're obviously going to want to take the easiest classes. Absolutely. So you cannot blame them at all for that. It's no different than in... I don't know, late February when I start looking at gen eds and I go to my buddy, hey, have you taken this writing class or have you taken mm-hmm. this ISP or ISB or whatever IS class we're talking about this time? That's no different in my mind. You're just figuring out how to get out of here with the highest GPA you can. Well, not even that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to get, trying out, to of get here. out of here. With a two-point and a piece of paper that says you made it out of here with at least a two-point. You know what they say, D's get degrees. Exactly. And with that piece of of wisdom for all the kids at home, (laughs) holy cow. Remember, we are not role models. Um, That'll do it. 
for the Izone this week. Uh, God, we're so close. I can't, and I feel mm-hmm. like we should be previewing the season more. But the closer it gets, the less I want to. I want to speculate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's just play. You're, some just, games. you're just ready for it to go. Just let's do it. Mm-hmm. Show me how good Alvin Ellis is going to be. I'm hanging. I'm just solely clinging on to Alvin Ellis because I think last year I started saying he's going to be good someday, mm-hmm. and I, if I call that one right, then I'm just going to hang my hat on that. Retire from sports radio Obviously. right now. Mm-hmm. And that I mean, then I I retire with a thousand batting average. Mm-hmm. Um, follow me on Twitter at isonhaze22. Follow Blake Froling at bfroling. Um, Blake, I forgot to ask you. I'll have to ask you next week. Blake uh wasn't here last week, and uh actually he was here. Nah. Blake was gone last weekend uh, at the uh, at the Big Ten coaches conference. Real quick. I realize I just throw this in the wrap up because I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, we can always edit it back. Yeah, but, I'm, but I, I like to, you know, we have a pretty organic feel. Right. Mm-hmm. Not to get too, uh, not to get too impacty here, but uh, we're we're pretty organic around here. We like to just let it flow. If we screw up, we screw up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's not a fact there. Sometimes we just sound like idiots. Yeah. A lot of times, mm-hmm. or most of the time, it's me. You're usually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> And humble, and the way to like agree without agreeing right there, like yeah, you're a pretty big dip sometimes, but <laughs> you're sticking to it. I like it. Um, how was uh, Big Ten Coaches Media Day? It was definitely entertaining to go to because I went to the football one in July and total snooze fest. But basketball, it was it was really interesting to hear from all the coaches, especially from real uh, excuse me Maryland and Rutgers coaches talking a lot of. Obviously got a lot of questions about uh, joining the Big Ten, and I believe it was the Maryland coach who said that he was informed that they were joining the Big Ten the day before they were going to announce they were going to join the Big Ten, and he had no knowledge of it whatsoever before. So I was like, wow, okay, that's kind of a bombshell. Yeah, no but, but yeah, it was, it was fun to uh, rub elbows with a lot of the coaches and players. Uh, I saw, uh, sat next to uh, Spike Albrecht, who... No, I'll say it off air. But is he as adorable in person as he is on TV? <laughs> it was it was kind of along the same lines of that. Yeah, <laughs> but but you know, and going along with that, I got to uh, briefly meet and be around uh, Coach John Beeline. And you know me, I said earlier, every week is Michigan week, right? right? But just hearing him talk to the guys I was around, he's just like such a classy guy. Off. Off air, whatever. Nobody, no cameras or anything. He's just such a nice guy. He would talk to anybody that came up to him. Had nothing but good things to say about his players, especially talking. He was talking about Spike at the time, and I can't hate him anymore. See, I've never hated Jim, John Beeline. I almost called him Jim Beheim because what? They can't have both those. One of those guys needs to retire immediately because my brain. I can't even get can't Mark even, Hollis no, and Tom Nastas no. separate. How am I supposed to keep John Beeline and Jim Beheim separate? And oh, they look geez. somewhat similar. Yeah. Um, but that is one thing that makes it I, – I, I've relegated myself to hating Michigan uh, basketball players because I can't hate their coach. Mm-hmm. I need if, – if Wisconsin – and Michigan could just trade coaches. Oh, I would be in business, that, friend. 
I would That's be in business. Mm-hmm. I could just, oh man, I could just compartmentalize all of my hatred into the Chrysler Center and just have it be beautiful. But alas, the world is not perfect. But uh, any other good stories? Um, I was in the uh, the buffet line right next to the Maryland head coach. So nice. That was pretty cool. What did they have at the buffet? Oh, it was it was it was funny. It was called the American. It was called the, either the American Diner, or the American Cafe, and it was a Mexican buffet. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah, totally makes sense, <laughs> right? And um, in the corridors, they have like all the coaches and players just just walking. It's just like a giant mess there. And I was walking past um, Tim Miles, who's the Nebraska head coach, right. and I hear him talking to one of his players, and they're on Snapchat. So that's hysterical. And it was. Tim Miles' phone. Oh, yeah. Not the player. No, he, Tim he Miles. He was doing all the Snapchat. Tim Miles is the one who tweets from the locker room at halftime, so I'm not mm. I'm not at all You know, surprised. funny you mentioned that. I, I heard that he actually tweeted while he was up on the podium during the press conference. Impressive. That's like if Tom is over on one side, right, yeah. Tim Miles is on the direct opposite there's, side. He's all in. <laughs> there's your opposite ends of the continuum. Uh, all right. Well, now that we've had story time with Uncle Blake, um, I think now we'll we'll for real wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, be safe this weekend, kids. Um, don't do most of the things I would do, and uh, yeah, God, I just I'm starting to get that that itch, you mm-hmm. know. Like mm-hmm. let's just two more days, baby. Oh yeah, we're almost there. Um, but that wraps up the impact is on for this week. Thank you very much for listening, and as always, and go green.